In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of the blessed month of Misra, and today the Gospel was from Mark chapter 3. And in the Gospel today, the scribes, they make a ridiculous accusation against the Lord, and they say, He has Beelzebub, and by the ruler of demons, he casts out demons. And what is amazing to meditate upon is the Lord's meekness and how he responded to such a ridiculous accusation. St. John Chrysostom, he says something very nice. He says, the Lord Jesus Christ teaches us to be meek to our enemies. He also says that the Lord was long-suffering, so patient, so long-suffering, to show them and to prove to them that it is not the demonic's part, he says, quote, it is not the demonic's part to exhibit such meekness. How could a demon be so kind and so long-suffering? Today what I hope we can learn from the example of the Lord is we want to learn today not to become angry. Not to become angry too quickly. But to learn to answer even the craziest accusation with meekness and long-suffering. And the reason I want to speak to you about this is because anger, anger can lead to division if not dealt with properly. In the Pauline epistle today, it said, Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause division and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, and avoid them. So it's clear from the passages of today, and even the Lord, he said in, in the gospel today, if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house divided against itself, that house cannot stand. So today we'll look at four different ways anger can cause division. Four different ways anger can cause division. The first way anger can cause division is that anger can lead to jealousy. Or sometimes jealousy can lead to anger. I'll read you a passage from Genesis 4. It's the story of Cain and Abel. It says this. It says, Abel also brought the firstborn of his flock and their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry. He was very angry. And his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why are you so angry? Why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? If you do not do well, sin lies at the door and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. You should rule over your anger. You should not let your anger take control of you. And shortly after, Cain killed his brother Abel because of his anger and his jealousy. And that was the first murder in the Bible. The scribes in the gospel today, they were angry and jealous of God. They were angry because if you read in the passages above Mark chapter 3, he cured a man with the withered hand and he cured him on the Sabbath. So they were angry. They said, you have broken the Sabbath. Then later on in Mark chapter 3, it starts to talk about how there was a huge follower, like the Lord Jesus Christ was attracting a huge following. So they started to become jealous. And that's why St. John Chrysostom, in this passage, he says, Anger and jealousy can turn a man into a devil. This renders one a savage demon. Thus did the first murder arise. He says, remember Cain? 
It was out of anger and jealousy that was not treated right and it turned them into demons. Who's the real demon? It's actually the one who gives in to anger and jealousy. So be careful that you do not cause division because of anger or jealousy. I think people who are jealous, they suffer from what I would call the, the scarcity mentality. Do you know the scarcity mentality? The scarcity mentality is they picture life as a pie, like imagine a pie, and if someone else goes and eats some of that pie, then there is less for you to eat. There's only so much pie for everyone to eat. So if someone takes a big part, part of that pie, then I feel bad because there's only so much left for me. But actually, the, the, there is no, like, the world is so big. <laughs> the, the, the harvest is so plentiful. Like, in the service, we have many services of, that we could do in the church. If you want more services, we can think of other services. Don't have a scarcity mentality. Sometimes I used to be like have this scarcity mentality even about like our kids in Sunday school. Then I realized actually if, uh, if they don't listen, actually there's many more that we're not even thinking about and they would take your spots. Like, you know, I'd like to invite all of you to the front. If you don't want to sit, maybe I'll invite other people to come. There's, the world is so big. We don't have to have this scarcity mentality. Don't have this idea that you know, someone else is taking my slice of the pie. That type of mentality leads to anger and jealousy and causes division in the church. I think there's more to be said on that, but that's enough for today. The second source of anger, the second source of anger, I would call it my will. My will. It's when I'm trying to do something, but there are circumstances that are not cooperating with my plans, so I become angry. And that, the problem is that that anger could then lead into division. I was inspired here by the story of King Ahab. King Ahab had a plan to take the field of Naboth. He had an idea. I want that field. That belongs to me. I want it. And he had a plan. And he went and approached Naboth and said, I'd be willing to buy this I'd be willing to buy this field from you, take this money and buy it. And he had a very nice ethical plan to take the field. But Naboth said, no, I can't sell it to you. Because it didn't go according to his plan, then he got angry. And he got and cried. And then Jezebel, that wicked woman, started to devise schemes, to lie, to bear false witness. And then they actually killed this man. Sometimes our will, if we don't get the way we want, it's like the spoiled kid syndrome. If we don't get our way, we cry. Ah, I didn't get this. Ah. No, we can't have like, this can cause division, can cause anguish, can cause a lot of things. 
And then shortly after, Elijah went to King Ahab and said, You who have devoted yourself completely to doing what is wrong in the Lord's sight, so the Lord says to you, I will bring disaster on you. I will do away with you and get rid of every male in your family, young and old alike. Your family will be like the family of King Jeroboam, son of Nebat, and like the family of King Basha, the son of Ahijah. How did those families end up? Division. Division. To let your will and to be like the spoiled child syndrome will actually cause lots of division and you will be like suffer like these these wicked kings of uh, of Israel this is a reminder to even parents or spouses or sometimes we have like ideas or plans but sometimes life doesn't cooperate with those plans what should you do you should learn to adapt, learn to react, learn to find alternatives, learn to be open-minded, learn to trust in God that if He closed one door, He will open another door for you. He can open another door for you. Actually, this type of uh, anger, the one that gets angry because my will doesn't get done, is I would say a result of a lack of trust in God or a lack of faith in God if you have faith in God that he will do the best for you then you won't have this spoiled uh, child syndrome yeah in Psalm 4 it says be angry but do not sin be angry but do not sin in Ephesians 4 it says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the nor give place to the devil. Really, the place of the devil, the one who is of the devil is the one who is living by this type of anger. Another cause of anger that can cause division is this one's a very obvious one is pride pride always leads to anger and can cause lots of division I was inspired here by the person named Haman you know Haman? Haman's from Esther, the story of Esther and what's like very odd about the story of Haman is that it says in chapter 3 it says King Ahasuerus promoted Haman and advanced him and set him above all the princes who are with him. So here is Haman. He is, he is the highest ruling prince in the kingdom. But because Haman was a man of pride, and because he, he had anger issues, and he let his anger swell, it actually cost him his position and his kingdom. And actually it says that Haman was very upset because one person one person, Mordecai, would refuse to give him homage or bow to him. And because one person did not give him homage, he said, this is what, he said, he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone, for they had told him of the people of Mordecai. Instead, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews. Who, through, who were throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, the people of Mordecai. <laughs> because of Haman's pride, he wanted to divide even his own kingdom and shame. 
how pride can destroy Eden. He wants to kill half of it or a percentage of his Canaan and he doesn't care. Wow, look at how, how, how pride can blind the people. I think a lesson, if you compare this with the story of the Lord, the story of the Lord in the Gospel today, the Lord didn't receive the proper homage or respect that he, like, he deserves. And Haman, he believed he didn't receive the respect that he deserved. And I was telling you at the beginning, look at the way the Lord replied with humility, and look at the way Haman replies in, in pride. The Lord replied, replied in humility and said, How can Satan cast out Satan? And gave them a very nice reply. But Haman, he wants to go and exterminate and demolish and annihilate the Jews. Another lesson that I want us to learn is to be careful with authority that has been given to you. Because sometimes when you're in a place of authority, sometimes the power can get to your head. And then you can make assertions and things that you like you, is that why why like Haman why do you want to kill an entire nation because the pride and the power got to his head and he made he crossed the boundaries of his authority we all many of us we have places of authority do not cross the bounds of your of your authority parents you have a limit to your authority try not to cross the limit of your authority In the Catholic epistle today, it says, For you are called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving an example that you should follow in his steps, who committed no sin nor deceit was found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, he did not revile in return, like Haman. Haman, when he was reviled, he gave it back. The fourth cause of anger. The fourth cause of anger... I would say stems from past mistakes and a lack of forgiveness. When you harbor resentment or anger in your heart, this will cause divisions. You'll be able, unable to live a life of unity because you'll be wearing down in your conscious a heavy like division and anger and resentment toward people. One symbol of this in the Bible is the story of Esau. You know when Esau stole the birthright, or when Jacob stole the birthright, Esau became very, very angry. And in Hebrews chapter 12, Esau became a symbol of those who harbor bitterness. Listen to what Hebrews chapter 12 says. It says, pursue peace with all people. Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Look carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. Now pay attention here. Lest any root, any root of bitterness, spring up, springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like... What did they mean today? Like... Esau, like Esau. And like St. Paul, he calls out Esau because Esau was the person that harbored bitterness in his heart and how that caused division. Even among, even though his, they were, he was reconciled with his brother, he became a symbol of those who harbored anger and resentment and bitterness. We need to learn to forgive others. Learn to forgive others. 
learn to forgive and move on. And because if you will not forgive, then how will your Lord forgive you? I would say the people who don't forgive others, they've never confessed before. Because if they've ever come to confession, then they know that the Lord is so good and so forgiving. So then you should forgive others and forgive yourself. And do not harbor bitterness or resentment. The last thing that I'll talk about is how the Lord doesn't like division, but He wants unity. And that's why in the Gospel of today, they tried to divide. And they said, his brothers and his mothers came and they were standing outside and they sent to him calling him. And a multitude was sitting around him and they said to him, look, your mother and your brothers are seeking you. And they were trying to divide based on family or lineage. Or, and the Lord was not having, and he said, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And he looked in the circle at those who sat him and said, here are my brothers and here are my mother and my brothers. The Lord is to bring unity. The Lord wants to bring unity, not division. I pray we all have the spirit of unity. Be careful of anger. And if you allow anger to swell, it can cause division. And we don't want this division. Be careful of jealousy. Be careful of the spoiled child mentality. My will. Be, beware of pride. And beware of past, past disappointments. And glory be to God forever. Amen.